0: Folks, this is Steve Moore economist with the Committee to Unleash Prosperity. By the way, check out our hotline that comes out five mornings a week. It's free. Just go to the Committee to Unleash Prosperity website. That's Committee to Unleash Prosperity. And we will send it to you for free. I'm not selling you anything, but you should get it if you want to be the smartest person in the room and know what's going on with politics and the economy. Speaking of which, we have three incredible guests. David Sokol, who is the uh, author of America in Perspective, a great new book on what's happening in our great country. Monica Crowley from Fox Uh News and, of course, John Fund from National Review. John Fund, um, the Republicans didn't do too well in some of these New York elections. Should, be, should we be worried about November?
1: I think in some states, yes. I think if you look at the pattern of all the special elections that have taken place since the Supreme Court decision on Roe v. Wade, mm-hmm. they've all taken place in affluent, highly college-educated right. um, white communities. And yep. in there, there has been uh, a more or less decline in Republican. In, I'm sorry, a boost in Democratic turnout uh, in the rural parts areas, uh, the non affluent areas. Uh, actually, Republican are not up. I think that what you're dealing with, if you were in New Jersey or in Connecticut or in New York, I might be worried, worried in most of the other states.
0: Monica, what do you think?
2: Well, look, I don't think we can take anything for granted, as we saw in 2020, and John just laid out before the break, you know, the Democrats are more than willing, ready and able to rig the system to try to get their candidates across the finish line. You know, I worked with President Nixon during the last years of his life. And we often talked about the 1960 presidential election, which was Nixon versus JFK. JFK won that election in large part because the old man, Kennedy, rigged the election for him in three states. So Mm -hmm. my point being that the Democrats have elevated election fraud. And these kinds of machinations for decades into an art and a science. So I don't think we can take anything for granted. I think John is right that, you know, there are certain races that the left tries to turn into bellwether elections like these ones in New Jersey and and New York, but they're really not. But that doesn't mean that we can't let our guard down. I mean, we do take a look at. At the winds, the prevailing political winds, and it does look very favorable uh, for mm-hmm. Republicans to certainly take the House, Senate might be a, a dicier proposition, but we we need all hands on deck out there in terms of election inter- integrity, volunteer your services to be an election observer, if you're an attorney, volunteer your services, if there are legal challenges as we head into this election, and then afterwards, yeah. do whatever you can in your own community to make sure that these yes. elections are safe and secure, and And of course, you know we've got to fight for every single vote.
0: Every vote. You know, I live in Montgomery County, Maryland, and we had our county executive primary uh, that was held. I think it was two weeks ago. They still haven't determined the winner. It's within thirty votes. Thirty votes out of. I think more than a million casts. So folks, your vote counts (laughs) if it's, if it's actually counted. And so, uh, I think you make a great point that we've got to get people out energized because we cannot allow them to do this to, for two or four more years to our country. David, that brings me to you. You're the business expert. I was looking at some of these. Uh, polls like by national federation of independent business on small businesses and they're just not feeling the love they're not feeling good about things right now in terms of where our economy is headed why do you think it's why do you think that's the case do we still have david if we lost him maybe i'll turn to john funn for that you know we th- why do you think uh, small businesses are feeling so anxious right now john
1: Well, small business prizes stability. They want to know what the future is, whether or not they're going to get a small business loan, what the interest rate will be, uh, how much customers are nervous about uh, purchasing uh, items or services. And what do we have? We have a Federal Reserve that is uh, clearly forcing interest rates up. We have higher mortgage rates. We have a stock market that gyrates and was down 1,000 points on Friday. If you were a small business person, your confidence level, would be about where it is now which is about 50 where it should be about 80
0: yeah what do you think david
1: yes yeah steve i think i think when you add to that this insane lack of, of true energy policy and what that's ah. doing to to costs for small businesses and people haven't seen anything yet i mean if you look at what natural gas prices are are at today and oh. what they're looking at to be this winter yeah. Um you know, you're talking about a doubling and tripling and, you know, look in the UK, here's a simple example. Yep. And, and energy is the lifeblood of business in the UK in April raised their electric rates. 54%. They just off Jim, the regulator in the UK just announced yesterday that they expect an 80% further increase this oh, yes. fall.
0: And you know, uh, Monica, uh, it was a great point, David, sorry to cut you off. We're just uh, coming to the end here, but I think, Monica, this energy issue, David is so right. This is an issue where I cannot believe how much Joe Biden has screwed up our energy policy. And David's also right that we're looking at people paying double or even triple their utility costs this fall and winter in terms of home heating, and electric power, because Joe Biden has essentially declared war on American energy, whereas the president, you and I work for, Donald Trump, basically wanted to make America energy dominant.
2: Yeah, and he, he Donald Trump actually got the United he States did it. energy <laughs> right. independence for the first time right. in, our, in our history. It was an extraordinary achievement. He gets no right. credit for that, as usual. Um, look, everybody needs to understand, you know, Steve, you mentioned the additional costs this fall and winter to heat your home. That's on top of the raging inflation that we already are experiencing in every other sector. But energy is built into everything we consume and use in this country. So, of course, prices are sky high. But everybody needs to understand that the reason the Biden administration and the left continue to attack energy is not so much about climate change or the environment, although they might have some top line concerns about about that. The real mission here is to fundamentally transform the U.S. economy away from economic freedom and toward this more collectivist Marxist kind of model. The energy sector is the biggest lever available to them in order to effectuate that. So that's why they continue to have it under attack Mm -hmm. under the guise of – oh, green energy, and we're concerned about uh, the birds and, and clean water. Well, we're all concerned about that, but there are ways of doing it that's not just a fundamental re-engineering of the entire U.S. economy. But that's what their their eyes are on, that prize, and that's what all of this is about.
0: Yeah, I think that's exactly right. And by the way, the three biggest winners from this, folks, uh, and pay close attention because I call these countries the new axis of evil, uh, China, China, Russia, and Iran. They're the big winners from Biden's incredibly incompetent uh, energy policy. We've got about a minute and a half left, John fun You are from California. California is abolishing cars.
1: California claims that it will <laughs> end the sales of gas-powered vehicles by 2035. <laughs> Steve, you and I both know, I think your audience knows, this is not going to happen. This is virtue signaling at a statewide 40 million population level. Uh, Washington State just joined them this morning. Uh, it's not it going did. to happen. It's not going to happen.
0: I don't know, John. I, these people are no, no, so the, crazy. The, the minerals, no, no, no. <laughs>
1: the, the minerals and the and the battery components that they need, which are almost all manufactured overseas, are not going to be sufficient to drive the demand for electric cars. Even if yeah. they play King Canute, they're commanding the waves to recede, it will be rolled back. It will not happen. But it's going to. There's going to be a lot of pain and wasted money along the way.
0: Well, Monica, I'll let you have the last word here. But these people are so crazy. Maybe they just don't want people in cars.
2: Well, that's exactly right. They want to restrict your mobility. They want you staying <laughs> right. in one place. No cars. No air travel. <laughs> Again, this is all part of the great reset to keep everybody under their jacket. All right. Well.
0: Thank you, Monica. That's Monica Crowley from Fox News, John Fund from National Review, and David Sokol. Get his new book, American Perspective. This is the Larry Kudlow Show on WABC.